Hi, and welcome to the Unleash the Woman of Your Dreams podcast. If you've been led here, then your soul is seeking some inspiration, some soul love, and some spirituality education. I am your host, Brett Elizabeth. I am a creator, empowerer, a bookworm, and I'm so stoked to connect with you today. And today we are doing a Q&A to learn more about me, to learn more about why I'm here, what I'm doing with this podcast and my Instagram and everything. I put a Q&A box on my story a few days ago and I'm just going to go through the questions from that. And I'm super stoked because there's some really cool questions that made me think um, a little more in depth too. So first today, um, we're going to do your tarot card pull. At the start of each podcast, I ask the universe for a message for anyone who listens to this, and then I pull a card. And today I pulled the three of swords reversed. And reversed means that when I pulled the card, it was upside down, which I don't always read cards reversed. Sometimes I'll be like, nope, and I'll flip it back over. Um, But sometimes I do read it reversed. It just kind of depends on what I feel called to do. Um, but that's what reversed means. It just means it's upside down and it kind of gives it a bit of an opposite um, meaning to the upright version. Anyways, the three of swords reversed is telling you that the wounds that you bear are beginning to heal, that the hectic storm in your life is clearing and sunny skies are ahead. It's time to assess the damage done, assess the lessons you've learned and create a plan moving forward from what you discover. And this is seriously the perfect card to dive into and think about as 2020 comes to a close because I think we can all agree that 2020 was kind of a shit show for all of us. So with this one, I have a journaling prompt for you and I'm going to start it with saying that you have everything inside of you that you need to heal. So I really encourage you to look within and the questions for this prompt are, What broke your heart wide open this year? And how can you mend this from the inside with what you have yourself? Okay, so those are the two questions for the prompt. If you want to go into that, you are more than welcome to share it with me or just share your thoughts of it with me. Um, But yeah, so there's your tarot poll today. I uh, Usually sword cards are kind of like, oh God, but that one was a good one for, for... the time that we're in. So I, I enjoy that one. I haven't pulled that one in a while. Okay, let's just, we're going to dive right into the Q&A because I have quite a few questions. So this might be a little bit of a longer podcast. Um, and I usually like to keep them pretty short and sweet. So I'm just going to dive right in. So the first question I have is top tips for someone who is struggling a little bit right now. Okay. And I, whenever she sent me or whenever she put this question in the box, I went ahead and messaged her. So I'm going to just read you what I sent her from what was on my heart at that time. I was actually sitting at a bar um, watching a friend of mine play music whenever this came in and I would just felt very called to dive right into it with her. So this is my top tips for someone who is struggling right now. I said, if you're struggling right now, just remember that it's okay. It's okay to have ups and downs. It's okay to not feel 100%. This is a temporary feeling. It's not a home for your soul to reside in. You're a human, a beautiful human, and beautiful humans have magical days and not so magical days. Be kind and patient with yourself. Be intentional about doing one thing every day consistently that brings you joy and makes you feel alive in the present moment. 
for me personally, this is reading my like young adult fantasy novels. It kind of gives me just a place to escape to and really be creative and imaginative within reading. But just remember with this that you're not alone and that you are always supported. And asking for help is so freaking hard. I, oh my gosh, trust me, I know it. It's, I know it can be so hard. But if you can catch yourself at the beginning of your struggle and of the at the beginning of you kind of feeling like the the slope the downward slope is coming ask for help right away tell your friends be like hey you know i don't i might be kind of quiet late like in the next few weeks or something like just just know i'm here maybe check on me i've done that before with alana um and it and it really made me feel a lot more secure and supported and ready to be okay with not being okay for a little bit because i knew that if something were to happen that she knew it was coming or anything like that. So those are my, that's my, you know, top tips from the heart with, if you're struggling right now, just remember that it's okay that you're human and it's okay to have magical days and not so magical days. And just, just like I said, try to do one thing consistently daily that brings you joy, whether that's, you know, spending five minutes playing on the floor with your dogs or calling your mom every day or, you know, reading or journaling or eating freaking pancakes smothered in whipped cream and full sugar syrup, like whatever it is for you, do one thing every day that can just give you that little bit of joy to make it through. Okay. Question number two is how do you decide your tattoos? So as y'all have seen on my Instagram, I have quite a few. My goal in life is to be pretty much covered from like the neck down and I'm sure I'll have face tattoos I already have my eyebrows are fully tattooed on um but the way I decide them majority of the time it's just kind of on a whim and I just go into the shop and I'm like this is or I don't go into the shop I'll email my artist and be like yo this is kind of the idea I'm doing that I want create something and let's schedule it um so some of them have meaning some of them do not. I'm about 50-50 with the like true intentional meaning of like whether it's for my mom or for my papa or my dogs or something like that versus like I literally just like went into the shop and got like a last minute thing or I just saw a pretty picture or some of them I've drawn. Um, I just kind of I do what feel what I feel most called to do, which is what how I make most of my decisions in life. Um but yeah, like I, I'm not picky about them. I have some that I've gotten completely randomly. Like I have a matching tattoo with some guys that I don't know, um, which is a funny story. But like, I'm like, I'm going to be covered anyway. So I might as well just like do whatever I want with them. Um, so that's kind of how I decide them. Sometimes it's I have meaning and thought behind them. And sometimes I just get bored and kind of have a crisis moment. And tattoos are my crisis. You know, some people dye their hair. Some people get tattoos. You know, we all do weird things. <laughs> so don't have like a sh- like definitive answer for that. But it's just it's 50-50 depending on my mood for the time being. <laughs> okay. Question three is, what kind of music do you like and what kind do you work out to? I listen to pretty much everything. If you go to my Instagram bio, I have a link to my Spotify account, um, which it ta- that one will take you like directly to my headbanging 
playlist but if you just search my name from that you'll find my all of my playlists but i i listen to a lot of edm um a lot of you know edm dubstep things like that i'm kind of newly into that over the past couple years but i absolutely love it i go to raves um very much a headbanger (laughs) as i mentioned um i love it and then i'm i grew up with country music so i adore country music but not probably the kind that y'all are thinking of unless you're from texas because texas country is very different from the rest of the country country um so for me the country music i listen to the most is people like dalton domino ryan wilcox parker mccollum mike ryan randy rogers people like that like the texas like Texas country um, versus like I don't listen to Luke Bryan, Thomas Rhett, Dan and Shay, like the poppy, the more poppy kind. I I don't listen to them unless they're just on. Um, so that's the kind of country I listen to. I also love classical music. Um, I grew up a ballet dancer, so that's just kind of inbred in me <laughs> to um, uh, listen to classical all the time. I listen to it almost on a daily basis. Um, I listen to very kind of reggae music sometimes, sometimes very just like mantra-based music, chanting music, depending on (laughs) my mood. Again, um, when I'm on the treadmill, it's usually classical music because I read on the treadmill and I get, I don't want too many distractions while I'm doing that. Um, I listen to a lot of pop music, again, grew up a dancer, so just basic, you know, pop like Ariana Grande and Rihanna and Beyonce, people like that. Like, I just love them all. Um, but yeah, I listen to pretty much everything. There's, I don't listen to a lot of rap. That's the only thing. I, I do like um, like slower rap that I can really understand and that has like emotion and meaning behind it. So like, I really like Mac Miller. Um, I'm a semi Black Bear fan, like guys like that, that I can understand and have a connection to the meaning of their music. I really, really like emotional sad music (laughs) um and then for what I work out to usually it's like Sullivan King Excision um Kaiwachi guys like that um but sometimes if I'm just like kind of chilling for the day or if I have a headache I'll listen to just like really sad slow music which is really weird to like squat and deadlift to but you know what I do it so there's my answer okay (laughs) question number four is what's my favorite free meal so i would have to say pancakes i think um which i eat pancakes often so i don't know if that really necessarily like counts as a free meal because i eat them a lot but whenever i do refeeds i usually go the pancake route just because it's super easy for me to track and i freaking love pancakes um i'm also a frozen yogurt fan and sushi sushi is my my shit I just it just bothers me that it's not super filling but that would be I guess my favorite free meal I love breakfast food I eat um, about out of my five to six meals a day at least four to five of them are of the breakfast sort um so pancakes are are my jam okay next question why did you get into competing Hmm. okay so here's my love story with competing I grew up a competitive dancer. My dream, my intention, what I was going for was to be on Broadway, to live in New York City, be on Broadway, be just be a dancer for my whole life and work in that 
um, field. And then a little over 10 years ago, I broke my back. Um, I continued dancing after that for a few years, for about four or five years, but it just, I was just like deteriorating. I just kept finding more and more movements that I couldn't do. I was in so much pain from it and just finally kind of accepted that I would not be able to dance at the level I would need to, to be a Broadway dancer. So I, after all of my surgeries, I started working out, um, because I was just very, very small and I wanted to like get jacked and whatever, right? Like, you know, small girl problems. So I started working out and I actually discovered competing through an old friend of mine. Um, I saw pictures on a wall and I was like, why are you in, like, why are you so orange and in a, in a, like, swim shorts on stage? Like, what are you doing? And so he explained it to me and kind of, like, like just walked me through everything. And he was like, you should do bikini. And I was like, mm, okay. So I started looking into it and I just fell in love with it all. I started, like, binging Courtney King's YouTube. And I was like, I want to be Courtney King. So that's kind of what got me into it. But it's really, like, the most perfect outlet of all time to go from being a competitive dancer with dreams of Broadway and that lifestyle to not be able to do that anymore. Honestly, I can't think of anything else I would rather do besides dancing than bikini because it's so similar. Like the discipline is right alongside being a dancer. The, I still get to be on stage. I still get to perform. I still get to kind of in a way, create my own little routine on stage, add emotion, add sass to it. Um, There's so much to work towards and get to glam up. It's just, I freaking love competing. It just brings me so much joy. I love it so much. So it's definitely something that I I plan to do for a very long time and to stay in the the industry in some way for a very long time. (laughs) Um, Okay. Next question is, how did I choose Alex as my coach? So if you don't know, Alex Bush is my coach. He has been my coach since the last day of March of 2020. And he has been literally, I'm not going to go into it too much because I'll get emotional, but he's literally been the best decision I have ever made in the past many, many, many years of my life. Um, He's an incredible coach. He's an incredible human. He's hilarious. It's he's awesome. I chose him though, because I have followed him for a very long time and I've followed competitors and clients of his for a long time. And I just always saw like how how many people were always just hyping him up and saying such great things about him. And you don't see that often with a coach. You either see like them just constantly tagging them and be like, yeah, we're like getting big, whatever, you know, but you don't always see people talking about how great their coach is on a more personal level. So that is something me being very emotional and attached type of person. That's something that I really look for in a coach. So that really sparked my interest. And I applied in March, set up a phone call with him and signed up right away on the phone call. I was like, I don't care what I got to do, how much it's going to cost. If you're going to take me out of prep or put me in prep, right? I was like, I don't care what we're doing. I want to work with you. (laughs) So, um, that's kind of it. I, you know, I just, I followed for a while. I listened to and paid attention to client testimonials and I just pulled the trigger. It was, I mean, it was scary if, um, 
the situation that I was in with everything. It was a big, big shift to go through, but I felt 1 million percent confident that he was the coach that I needed um, and continue to need and I will need forever. (laughs) I don't plan on leaving anytime soon. So shout out to Alex Bush for being the best coach of all time. Um, Highly recommend if you are looking for a coach to go follow him or his wife, Sue, or any of the other physique development coaches. They are freaking incredible humans. I love them. Okay. Next question about, I'm almost done. There's like five more. Okay. What is one small thing and one big thing that lights your soul on fire? Okay. Shout out Emily. Thank you for asking this question. I love it. This is such a you question. It's so cute. Um, one big thing that lights my soul on fire. I would say the big thing is my nieces. Um, they, they completely turned my life around and saved my life in ways that no one will ever understand my family. Then they will never understand how impactful they were on my life whenever they came in and just the past year and a half, two years have been quite rough for me personally. And they, they really kept the fire burning in my soul and made me want to keep going. Um, I'm going to (laughs) cry. So, um, my nieces are, are the big thing that pushes me forward, lights my soul on fire every single moment of every single day. I adore them. Um, I have two three-year-old nieces. Well, almost one's one just turned three, and one's almost three, and then a six-month-old niece. So they're they're my soul fires. <laughs> and then one small thing, um, I would say, just just the opportunity of life, um, which I guess is like a massive thing, but it's so broad that I'm gonna classify it as my small thing, and because that's what my soul feel, feels called to say right now, um, is just the opportunity of everything in life. Like I'm very following my breadcrumbs still right now. Like I don't know what I'm gonna do in life, and I don't know kind of where I'm gonna be in a month and a six months and a year or anything. But just knowing that there's so many opportunities available, like life is really freaking cool. Um, so I, that's definitely something that keeps me going and just makes me always very grateful for what I have and what's to come. So there's that one. All right. Next question. How did you get into reading tarot cards? Ooh. So Alana, my best friend, Alana, she actually kind of helped me into this. We both, we are both very spiritual people. Um, and when we met actually this Sunday will be one year since we met. Um, but when we met, we both kind of dove into it together. Like our second time hanging out, we went to a crystal shop, which she was super into them before I was. And, um, so she kind of introduced me more into that. Like I knew about them. I just hadn't, and I had some, I just hadn't gotten so in depth in their meaning. Um, so Alana really helped me learn all of that. And then we got tarot cards whenever I moved to Austin from this really cute, um, crystal shop that I miss so, so much in downtown Austin, um, or sort of right outside of downtown. Um, and I got my first deck and I just dove in, man. Like it's something that I just, I just felt so called to. And I think it's, if you try to force yourself to read tarot, if you're like, oh, everyone else is doing it, so I'm going to do it. Don't do it that way. That's not what tarot is about. That's not, you're not going to really connect with the meaning and the cards and the universe and everything that is associated with them. So I honestly, I just felt so called to do it. And especially with having Alana 
by my side doing it with me and learning together and having her to like talk about it with is just super freaking fun. Um, I do my tarot cards. I read them every single morning. I haven't missed a day since like July. Um, and it's, it's something that I really, really enjoy doing. And yeah, so I, I have my card deck and then I also have a moon oracle deck, which is new to me and I'm still, I use it every once in a while. It's not an everyday thing for me. Um, but then I have a book called No Questions Asked, like Mastering the Art of Intuitive Reading by Teresa Reed. And it's like a fully in-depth explanation of every single tarot card and different spreads. You can do things like that. So those are the three things that I really use um, to to learn and to read through my tarot. So there, yeah, I answered your question. All right, next question is, what's my ideal date and what's my type? <laughs> Ew. Um, ideal date would definitely be something not food or like movie or boring related. Um, I want to like, I want to do something active basically. Um, I want to be as far away physically from a human as possible, um, <laughs> which is weird, but like I want to do something fun and interactive and learn about how the person is in life and is in fun situations and everything and make sure that it's something I feel comfortable being having fun in together um and then for my type I don't necessarily have one um if my friends know my past people and it's very wide range of people um I would say just someone who is very patient because there's a lot of lot of walls to to break through with me um someone patient someone very open-minded um and really fun and just not no expectations on anything because I probably will not meet any expectations that are had so that that would be my type is just someone patient understanding and um open-minded very open-minded um all right I don't like that question (laughs) okay two more what are you working on in life right now? So I'm, like I said earlier, I'm following breadcrumbs, man. I am trying to figure that out. Like always, I always, you know, I get ideas and I'm like, this is it. This is my life. And then I hate it. Um, that's kind of what I did with coaching. It just took me five years to realize that it was not what I wanted to do anymore in my life. Uh, very thankful for it. It brought me so many opportunities and people and this and everything like coaching is great. It just wasn't for me. So right now I am currently working at a local restaurant and I'm back in school. So I am going to school for medical coding and billing. I will finish this program in August of 2021. And from there, hopefully I will enjoy it and, um, work in the healthcare field as a either coder or in the billing departments of healthcare. So that's kind of what I'm working on right now as far as like career and things go. And as far as like in my personal life, I'm really working on just being kinder to myself and being patient um, and learning more and more about myself every single day Um, because there's a lot to uncover in each of us. And I think it's an ongoing, consistent process. And something that I am going to begin working on is really doing a lot of shadow work and like inner child work because there's a lot of healing that has yet to be done that I really want to do. So that's kind of what a big focus of mine is going to be during my um, 
reverse in my off season before prep starts again is to learn more and more about myself and kind of get emotional and all of that. (laughs) Okay. And my last question, this is the perfect last question for me is what are you currently reading? So I'm reading two books right now. One of them is called Fire Blood. It is the third book in the Frost Blood Saga by Ellie Blake. And I adore this series. It is so, so good. It's like a dystopian. There's fire bloods and frost blood. So either you, you're like Shigo and you can create fire and like burn people or you're, you're like, you're like, uh, gosh, what's his name? Frozone. And you can like shoot ice at people and create ice basically. Right. <laughs> so you have Shigos and you have Frozones. Um, <laughs> And they kind of like hate each other in a way, but, and then there's like different, um, um, there's like kings and queens of fire and wind and water and, uh, ice and things like that. So it's, oh my God, it's just so good. And it's, it's incredible. The love story in it is beautifully written. It's a little bit more mature than most of the young adult books that I read. So I really enjoy that. I'm not, I don't feel like I'm reading about 16 year old love, which is really cheesy and fake a lot of times to me. So I love the love story in it. It's very interesting. Um, it's very, it really makes you think about your own life in a lot of ways, the way that Ellie writes, which is really cool. I enjoy that in a fictional book. Um, but so that's the first book I'm reading. And then the other one is called, honestly, I don't know what it's called. Let me look. It's the third book in the truly devious series. This one is called the hand on the wall. Um, it's a truly devious novel by Maureen Johnson. And if you've seen my stories, I rave about this one as well. I absolutely love the series. It's a mystery. It's like a young adult mystery about, um, this, super exclusive high school that you get accepted into if you are kind of like a prodigy in a way if you have like some kind of wacko amazing incredible beautiful skill and the main character she hers is that she's a detective and that like 30 something 60 I don't know however many years ago that was a big range I'm sorry however many years ago the owner of the school his um was involved in his family was involved in a murder and she the main character stevie she is like a detective and she knows everything about the case she's like super obsessed with it and it's never been solved so her goal is to solve it even this many years after so that is, that's what it's all about but it's incredible and it's super cute and it's just a fun fun read and i highly recommend it but those are the two books that I'm reading right now. I don't read a whole lot of um, nonfiction. I find them very boring. I prefer to like listen to podcasts and read articles, things like that. So I read a lot of fiction books. But yeah. All right. That's all of the questions for this one. Um, I actually really enjoyed this. I was kind of nervous about it to go into more. But yeah, I enjoyed it. If there's anything else that you want to know about or if there's anything here that you relate to, please let me know. I would just like message me on Instagram at Brett E. Linkford. I would love to hear from you and see kind of what we have in common with everything. But that's all. I will talk to you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Unleash Academy is where I hold all of the experience and the knowledge that I obtained throughout my years of fitness coaching. There are nutrition, training, and mindset modules. This is held in a Google Drive so that you have easy access to all updates and to the PDFs to download. 
And since starting this podcast, I've actually added an additional aspect of worksheets that pair with the episodes. That way, if there are actionable steps to take away from the podcast, you'll have it laid out for you in Unleash Academy. The only way to have access to this is to be a member. And I am offering a massive holiday season discount. For only $75, you can get lifetime access to Unleash Academy. This includes all of the current modules and all future updates. That's an 80% discount, my friends. (laughs) To snag this deal and get lifetime access to Unleash Academy, just shoot me a DM or an email. The contact info is in the description.